Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yep, Michigan, 15 and oh, whew, crazy season. 34-13 winners over the Washington Huskies last night in the national championship game. The last of the final four. Uh, tournament that we will see, or four-game tournament, three-game tournament, four teams uh, to win a championship in college football, depending on how things go over the next couple of years. We will move to a 12-team format next year with four teams getting a bye the first week. Michigan with a very, very impressive run down the stretch, beating Ohio State, um, an extremely close game, and then Alabama, and then winning last night uh, by setting the tone early on. And, you know, Jeff, we were talking about the game itself and how Michigan won, and the way they were able to win, and that they were able to run the ball. They didn't it – was, it was old-fashioned. It just didn't seem – it wasn't, I've got to throw the ball 150,000 times. J.J. McCarthy threw the ball 18 times last night. You look at Washington on the other side. Uh, Penix threw the ball, what, 51 times last night? Is that right? 51. 27 to 51. I felt bad for him last night because he's been so much better. Yeah. He was off target a little bit. and Boy, he got beat up. I do think that sometimes we forget about, like, when I was watching, when Michigan was up, what, 14-3, and I'm watching Washington, and I'm like, Washington looks like a team that really hasn't played in this kind of a game. Wow. I, like, they looked young. They look like a college football team, whereas Michigan is a college football team, but I, I don't know, just Michigan just looked so much more seasoned early on, and some of the penalties and some of the little things that we were seeing early, excuse me, early on in the game. Um, made me think, but then I thought right before the half that Washington kind of got those that national championship jitter out of the way. Yeah, and you know you cut it to a touchdown game, and now all of a sudden you're like, oh, this isn't this isn't so bad. You know, it's it's what fourteen ten is that what it was at halftime? Seventeen ten at halftime, and I'm like, yeah, it was okay, a one score. Yeah, I'm like, they're back in this thing. Game. Let's I see mean, what Washington was, can do. You know, it w- and it was close in the second half too. Yeah, the the final score I don't think was indicative of as close as the game was because Michigan pulled away late. But it also didn't feel like Washington had anything going where they were, you know, even when they were down by just a touchdown, Andy, didn't it kind of feel like Michigan was in control? Yeah, it was like watching a basketball game where a team was just, they were trying so hard to get every shot to go through the hoop. And and like the other teams out there just shooting and they're making baskets and they're not worried about anything and yeah they're no just, one's they're just playing the game the way they knew they're supposed to play the game yeah and so what did you think of that cuz i know we talked about that a little bit before the show the way michigan attacked not only this game but the last i mean they played that way all season you know if we recall correct me if i'm wrong on this with the sec teams you know playing the way that they play with speed everywhere and and, and everything else the thought was ohio state was trying to build a team to compete with that type of football. Correct. You know, on that kind of a stage. And Urban did. And and Urban did, yeah. And, and Ryan Day has. Mm-hmm. Michigan built a team that, hey, we're going to pound you. 
offensively and defensively. And we have speed. I mean, we can do the other stuff. But, you know, stop us if you can. And I wonder if it changes some of the way that college football is recruited, coached, played. Because, man, they were they were pretty old school. Hey, here, stop this. Oh, you can't? Okay, here, we're going to do it again. But doesn't it always come down to the offensive line anyway, if you really think about it? If you don't have an offensive line, you don't have anything. Any in almost any level of football. That's what it comes down to. There, there's just no question. Don't you think? Yes. Yeah, I, 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 if you don't have an offensive line, it doesn't matter. You can have the greatest quarterback ever. If they're looking at the lights in an indoor game, you got problems. And, you know, they did that, that offensive line was outstanding. I mean, they had two backs with over 100 yards last night. Donovan Edwards, I mean, what more can you say about him? I don't know that a lot of people were. Everyone went to Blake Corn, Blake Corn. Everyone talked about Six him all carries. year. They ran oh. for 303 yards. And see, Washington ran for 46 yards. Man, it's tough to chase that, you know? When the other team is is dominating on the ground like that. Well, we see that with the Browns, right? Oh, yeah. When the Browns can't stop the run, it's bad news, man. I don't even want to watch. And when the Browns have the running game going and they can't be stopped, well, they're going to win the game. Right. Almost always. Yeah, so I, I don't know. As I you know, I go back and I watch that game. The other part of Michigan that I, I, I don't know why, why do I have to – why do I have to like put this disclaimer on everything? I, I don't know because I still want to be friends with Ohio State fans because I'm still. I mean, I, I've been an Ohio State guy since you've met me. First, it's nice day. to be liked, Andy. Yeah, it's good to be in the good crowd. But I, I just, I mean, if they built it truly with what twenty four seven sports said, two five star recruits. See, I like that. I like that. I, I just, I think sometimes. I, I get it, and Jeff, you and I have had this conversation a million times, but it goes back to labeling, right? Mm-hmm. We label players all the time, and it's always based on their projection. I can't stand that. Yeah, you, you, because you never it know. It drives me insane. You never know. I mean, some of the best players in college football get coached up. You know, that, and see, that's the one thing that's... It's, or find the weight room after high school. Right. Or maybe... It, without question, Andy. Finish puberty. I mean, there are a lot of things going on there that we never talk about yeah. that, you know, oh, this kid, he's a five-star recruit and he looks amazing. Not everyone is LeBron James against everyone else in high school. That, okay, that's an easy one. That's a slam dunk. Correct. Like, we knew when he was there, it was like, unless, unless he got hurt, he was destined for stardom. Like, you can see that. But for the majority of these guys that play high-level college athletics or even go into the pros, you know, it, it's like, we all, oh, he's a fifth-rounder. He's a sixth-rounder. So you automatically, you know what on them. I, that drives me Ex- insane. Exactly right. I can't stand yeah, that. I, I would say very rarely does a guy find his stride after college, you know, makes incredibly huge jumps. But remember, young guys don't completely mature physically until they're, what, in their mid-20s. So that is still possible. But certainly, kids who go to college, some of them are, are some of them are grown men, and others are kids. And by the time they're out of college, they're different guys. And so it's you, know, you can draft guys who you think you can coach, who you can project to be something, and not you know if you're a three star recruit, and Michigan offers you, aren't you? Yes, thank you. And yeah. you're ready to go. Yes. And you're going to go in there and work your you-know-what off. And especially if Michigan recruits you because they think, hey, this is a kid that we can we can get to where we, we want him to be. And that's to me, that's what, that's what great recruiting and great coaching is all about. It's easy to go get the best players that are, you know, when they're 17. Right. Hey, 
this guy, this kid's the best. Well, he might not be the best later on. Yeah, I always think I think about what you're saying, and I always think about like playground stars, especially when yeah. you had to go to college to try to get to the next level in basketball or or like how many great football players are there that school just isn't for them? So what is their path to trying to get to the NFL? It's it's hard. You're going to get picked out of a, a slew of guys in an open tryout Nearly on a Tuesday. Impossible. It's almost impossible. Correct. So, but there are players like every every community has one of those, right? Especially when it comes to basketball, football. It's, I think it's 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 more blatant than that. That there's always that playground hero that you knew was amazing that could play with any of those guys that you were watching on TV, but they just didn't get the right path, or they got bad advice, or school wasn't for them, or it's just. So I always I look at that and I was think okay so if Michigan was able to win a national championship with two five star recruits according to twenty four seven sports what does that mean yeah but see what does and exactly what does that mean twenty four seven sports says they're five star recruits right are they coaching are are they well, running I mean, a former football coaches program? I mean but there I, are, I, you know. I know that but you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying you just you never know and the ability to be a, I think you're you're a great recruiter when you get kids who have some potential and you coach them up. And there's there's nothing wrong with coaching. That's the idea. I, I am really interested to hear Ohio State fans' perspective on Michigan winning last night too. I mean, are you bitter? Are you mad that they won? Are you or that they were able to figure it out? I mean, it's easy to sit here and start making fun and, and jokes and poking and saying cheating and this and that and. It's oh, and and then the other way around too. It's a you know, Michigan, oh Ohio State, you can't beat us. No, 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 no. At the end of the day, isn't that what makes the rivalry great? The fact that you can be so passionate about Ohio State and Michigan that you're just like, like I think about these conversations I have, especially with they're my cousins too, but it's my you know from my wife's side of the family. They are just diehard Michigan fans. Like I walk in, I think we, what was it Christmas Day? We walked into their house and. Uh, one of our cousins has a grandson who can't be, I don't know, he's like five or six or something, and he's all Michigan all the time, and he walks in and he goes, oh, you like Ohio State, and he's giving you the PU, and he's doing all that stuff, and I'm just like, uncle, Merry Christmas. You know, I could let it live for you a day. You are uncle. Yes. So, but it's just, you know, I think it's one of the things that makes it okay. And Don't, don't you, not to get personal. Sure. You have, you have nephews. One went to Ohio State. One went to Michigan. Twins. Yeah. One went to Michigan. Yeah. One went to Ohio State. That's that's really cool. And that's kind of when I changed my mind on everything because prior to that, I was yeah, probably, you were an Ohio State honk. I was way over the top. And then I saw but you the, love both nephews equally. I don't do, you, and Andy? I also saw the success yeah. for both of them have have had great success uh, from graduating from two quality institutions. But it's just. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I don't know. I I just, I I look at it and I wonder, you know, as much as you want to sit here and get angry and you want to make fun of Michigan or you want to make fun of Ohio State, let's face it, it's good for college football. It's good to be a football fan when both Ohio State and Michigan are good. And there's, it's just, it was just really weird to watch both schools and how they went in totally different directions after Michigan won the game. Michigan obviously got to play in the national semi, great win over Alabama, and then last night they get to celebrate the whole thing. And it's you know it's been a while since Michigan's had a chance to call themselves national champions. Ohio State, now all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, Titanic just hit the iceberg. What are we doing? Oh, we need a new quarterback. Oh, what, are we going to fire the coach? Oh, it's like, and, oh, how much money can we spend? Can we go out and buy new players? We can't. You can't lose to Michigan three years in a row or four years in a row. It's just like, okay. No, you actually can. <laughs> well, I just don't know. Like, I, I'm not quite sure where Ohio State's going. You know, we always talk about alumni money that's pressuring this and alumni yeah. money that's pressuring Who's this? Who's that? I don't know. I think it's good for the game. And I think when there's 12 teams next year, um, there was a good point. That was. Did you make it before the show that said, or maybe it was Dan or somebody said, hey, Ohio State fans might want to get used to the fact that the Buckeyes might lose one or two games. Junior Puba and I were having that conversation. Was it Keith that said it? Mm-hmm. That Ohio State might lose a few games before they can get into the playoffs. And it's, they'll make the playoffs even if they lose one or two games. You think Browns fans, Buffalo Bills fans think their team has a chance to go to the Super Bowl? Absolutely. Yeah, they lost six games. You know, and, and it might end up being something more like that in college because of because of that situation. Gotcha. All right, so here's what we're going to do next. We're going to bring in Mary Kay Cabot. She was going to join us at one, but the Browns have decided to roll the dice and mix things up out in Berea. So hopefully we'll hear from Joe Flacco at some point during the day, hear from some of the players. Mary Kay Cabot next, Baskin and Phelps, 92.3, The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.